says, this is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a fuck if I can't. Yes, people, what is going down? Welcome to another episode of Echo Chamber. And this week, we are going to um, yeah, just take a look back at the 63rd BFI London Film Festival. You know what I mean? Just go through the films, give the favourites, you know, the surprises, the disappointments... All of that business, okay? So, um, yeah, let's let's see how this goes, okay? Okay, so we have just had the 63rd London Film Festival. But did you know, right? So this all started in 53. Yeah. In 53 people Okay, so A group of critics Including Dillis Powell of the Sunday Times Raised the notion Of a film festival for London The first London Film Festival was conceived By James Quinn And took place at the National Film Theatre Which is now the BFI South Bank from the 16th to the 26th of October in 1953 It was launched after the inauguration of the new National Film Theatre On its current site under Waterloo Bridge And screened 15 to 20 films from a selection of directors while the programme still retains the festival's feel, it also now shows new discoveries from important and exciting talents in world cinema. Whilst it continues to be the first and foremost a public festival, it also it is also attended by large numbers of film professionals and journalists from all over the world. Importantly, it offers opportunities for people to see films that may not otherwise get a UK screening, along with films which will get a release in the near future. The festival is topped and tailed by the opening and closing galas, which have now become a major red carpet event in the London calendar and a world premiere screenings which take place in large venues in central London attended by the cast and crew of the films and introduced by the festival director and the film's directors or producers and often actors themselves and um yeah so this year the opening gala was the personal history of David Copperfield and the closing gala was the Irishman. It was it was a great festival at a great time. Um yeah, so this year it ran from the 2nd of October to the um 13th of October. But Press screenings actually started on the 16th of September So, um, yeah, we had screenings going from the 16th to the 1st of October And then the festival started 
And then, you know, there was all screenings in the mornings that started at like eight. So, yeah, it's it a busy ass time, man. But a lot of fun. Ended up seeing 34 films this year. Um, a few mistakes. I was like ill one day, so I missed a film. Um, which, yeah, is irritating, but this stuff happens, you know what I mean? But, yes, so, man, yeah, let's go through all the films. So, yeah, I saw um, Clemency, The Personal History of David Copperfield, The Peanut Butter Falcon, The King, Little Joe, the Last Black Man in San Francisco, Makeup, Hope Gap, Saint Maud, um, Little Monsters, Just Mercy, uh, Jojo Rabbit, Premature, Real, Honey Boy, Blackbird, Baby Teeth. Marriage Story, Monsoon, Color Out of Space, Bad Education, The Aeronauts, Loose, Nocturnal, Greed, Knives Out, Pink Wall, Le Mans 66, otherwise known as Ford v Ferrari, don't know why they changed the name. It's very odd. Uh, Rocks. Fanny Lie Delivered. Waves. Judy and Punch. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And The Irishman. Now, out of all those films, I think, look, for the most part, everything was good. You know, there were... Just, I think, just three films that were big disappointments for me. Um, actually, you know what? Two films that were big disappointments. And that was Just Mercy. Um, that's the uh, Michael B. Jordan film. Um, yeah. God damn it, man. I think... There'd been a lot of buzz about this. I'd been hearing about this film, like, a while back, you know? Um, Destin Daniel Creighton directed it. And when you think about the cast, like Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson, Rafe Spall, Rob Morgan, Tim Blake Nelson, had a good cast, but it was just so, uh, like, it just wasn't hard-hitting, you know what I mean, like, it, for me, this was like, um, Black Klansman, and it was just, you know, it, it was a very light, safe version of what the film should have been, which was just such a shame, you know, yeah, man, it was just irritating, like, there was the scene where he, um, goes to the prison for the first time, and 
the, the you know the officer makes him makes him do a strip search it's like he's a lawyer he's a lawyer and he knows the um like the mayor and the um district attorney and so you'd have thought he'd have gone to see them first before he did that you know what i mean but he just resigns himself to do this and then like well let, he resigns himself to do this with no explanation there's no explanation in the film why so there might have been a reason you mean a valid reason but this isn't in the narrative of the film so what we see is something that makes no sense and then the officer like the racist officer that does this for no reason then we see in the you know later on in the film him helping out the black um prisoners and stuff and it's a bit like wait so you start off racist and then you have a change of like where was the change of heart what happened you know what I mean? Like, what happened to this character to make him suddenly change, do a 180? It was just a bit like, huh? It was a bit like Billy Bob's Fulton's character in Monster's Ball. Started out a racist, then falls in love with Halle Berry, but no real explanation to what brought about the change. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just like, ugh. So, yeah, that was very, very disappointing. And then, um, like, the Aeronauts. The Aeronauts. Um, uh, so, yeah, this was the... Um, it's a new Amazon film. Uh, yeah, you know, it's got a big cast... It's a Tim Harper film, Eddie Redmayne, Felicity Jones, Tom Courtney, Anne Reed, Himesh Patel. And um it like ah, uh, I think one the, the biggest thing about this was well, there's a few. Eddie Redmayne's weird accent and then just stiff performance. Then we've got the fact that it is so obvious it's all on green screen. Like, so obvious it's on green screen. You know, there's a bit with butterflies, and you're just like, yeah, they're not real. And if I can see that, you know what I mean? I can see that. I can't read subtitles on a screen. So if it's that glaringly obvious that I can see it... What's a motherfucker with 2020 gonna think? You know what I mean? It's just like, ugh. There, there was just no character to the film. It was just very flat. Very flat. And just shit that just made no sense. Like, if you've got frostbite pouring brandy over the, you know, over the hand with the frostbite isn't gonna cure it. You know, if it, if it's completely sunk in, how is Brandy going to suddenly reverse the frostbite? And then if you've got hyperthermia, 
it doesn't just go away. You know what I mean? Especially if you're not warmed up. It's not just going to go away. It's just like, ah, ludicrous. It was ah, irritating. Frust- very frustrating. Um, the Mare films, like, they, were, they weren't terrible, but I just felt they could have been better. Greed. Um, you know, the new Michael Winterbottom film. Steve Coogan. Isla Fisher. David Mitchell. Um, Asa Butterfield, Sophie Cookson, it's, I think the thing with this is, it was just like, it had such a good cast, you know, all all these great comedic actors and everything like that, but all the jokes in the film just felt so forced, you know, like, there was nothing just giving you a natural laugh. It was just very forced. And then, you know, in instead of... So there's all stuff comes up during the credits of the film. And I, you know, I couldn't see what they were. I asked someone and they're like, oh, it was just numbers and figures and stuff to show, you know, like... um. I think, like, child labour and stuff like that, right? Um, Gender pay gap and all stuff like that, right? And it's just, like, why wasn't that within the conversation of the film? That could have all been in the film. It just seems a bit lazy to tack it on at the end, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I I thought that was just... I just felt it could have been better. Could have been better um, Then there was Little Monsters The new Abe Forsyth film With Lapita Nungungo Josh Gad Alexander England Like It's not a terrible film But It just felt like The humour was Just easy It was just Easy, like you knew where all the jokes were You knew where the story was going You knew what was going to happen with the characters it, it just, it didn't give me any surprises Which was a shame Because, you know, I was looking forward to it You know, I, I was just, yeah, just hoping for a bit more risk You know what I mean? A bit more edge to it um, and then there was Peanut Butter Falcon, which is the um, Tyler Nielsen and Mike Schwartz directed film starring Shayla Booth, Dakota Johnson, Zach Gos- Gosgen, Thomas Hayden Church, Bruce Dern, Yellow Wolf, Jake the Snake Roberts, and um, Mick Foley. I like there was aspects of the film that I liked, but you know, Zach Gat Guskin, he he's not a great actor. Look, it is his first feature film, so you know, like props for just getting up and doing it, you know what I mean? But I felt the film was 
more about Down syndrome than a good story. It was. It just seemed more about. Hey, look, we got a Down syndrome actor in our film. Hey, pat us on the back. How great are we? Because then you see a load of press about the film, and it's like, oh, so um, this is what we learned from Zach. It was so powerful having Zach on set, and it's just like, no, 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 no. That's not why you make a film. You make a film to tell a good story. And this story just had so many holes in it. Like, there was no real... Like, at the beginning of the film, it's fine. Because you had LaBeouf's character kind of, you know, having a go at Zach. Being like, look, you've got to keep up. You've got to, you know, I'm not feeling sorry for you. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, we're best friends. And it's like, wait, where the fuck did that come from? You know, you haven't shown me why they would be best friends. You know, so there was just all this stuff in the film that was just like, what? And then you've got LaBeouf's character and Johnson's character. It's just like, ah, just so many holes in the script. It was just... It it could have been so much better. But people, you know what I mean? But there were so many films that I just really enjoyed. You know, like Little Joe, Makeup, Hope Gap, St. Maud, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, Blackbird, Monsoon, Knives Out. Love those films were great. Those really enjoyable films. That's just you know what I mean. Just some, just off the top of the dome. You know, I think the films that I really just ah, uh, which were just fantastic films that I loved. You know, through through this festival, I think, man, I I gotta give props to the king. So the King was the new um, David Michaud film Starring Robert Patterson Timothy Chalamet Ben um, Mendelssohn Joel Edrington Lily Rose Depp Sean Harris Um, And I think The big thing So this is a Netflix film, right? And I remember last year coming to the festival and really being excited to see the Outlaw King. I was just thinking, ah, man, this is a great point in history. Can't wait for this. And watching it and just feeling underwhelmed. Like, it was just a bit flat, you know? Um, And so... Going in, I was a bit like, oh, please don't be an outlaw king. Please don't be an outlaw king. And then also, you know, you had Timothy Chalamet in here. So it's like, how's he going to be? How's he going to be in this role? Because I'm just like, look, 
I I'm I'm really looking forward to um Villeneuve's Dune. And Shalomar is uh, is playing Paul Atreides, Mar Deep. And you know what I mean? I look, he's been good in a lot of stuff, like a beautiful boy. You know, he's been good. And I'm just like, oh, can will he be a good Paul Mardeep? I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, going in to watch this and God damn it, people. It was so friggin' good. So friggin' good. I was just like, oh, thank God. Man, this is awesome. I was so happy. Like the story is just so great, and it's just got this sense of scale and grandeur. Ah, it's it was a fantastic watch. It's over two hours. You know, it's one hundred thirty three minutes. But at no point was I like, ugh, God, I just need to get up. I need to. You know what I mean? Just loved it. It was fantastic. And um, yeah, you will get to see it on the 1st of November, people. So uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that one. Um, another film that was I just really enjoyed was Premature from um, director Rashad Ernesto Green. It's starring Zora Howard. Joshua Boone um, and Michelle Wilson. Um, it's only eighty six minutes, so it's not a long film, but it, it's just got such a good flow to it. You know, um, I think like the acting is really good, and there's just this this chemistry throughout the film with the characters, and it just it just reminds you of. Like real situations The beginning of a real romance You know what I mean The time you see that girl And you just want to go You just want to You know what I mean Start talking to her Hoping that she'll agree to go on a date with you It just had all of that So yeah It, it, it was great Really good Definitely Recommend it um, no release date at the moment, but you know, definitely keep an eye out for that one. Uh, another great film, and you know, I think a really big surprise, Baby Teeth, new film from Shannon Murphy, uh, starring Eliza Scanlon. Essie Davis and another Ben Mendelsohn film Um, It's 118 minutes Just under 2 hours And This film Oh my god There's this weird Energy to it It's so like Disjointed But disjointed in a good way Because you know, what's happening with um, the main character, it, you know, it's so kind of disruptive that 
it, it's just like, look, you've got to seize life, you've got to seize the moments when they come, and that's what the film does, it puts you into that mindset, so it's just like, boom, just jumping at these new opportunities, and it just, oh, it's just so good, like, there's this moment when she's dancing in a disco, and the effect is just captivating, like, the music works so well, the music in this film just really works, we've got fantastic acting, and Murphy just plays with your heart, plays with your heart, takes you on a roller coaster, and you know what I mean, ah, it hurts, but, yo, you're, you, 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 you love it, you love the film, it ends in such a great way, and, and such, in a way that makes sense, and is thoroughly needed, you know, it can't end any other way, so, yeah, look, there's no release date with this one either, but, people, definitely, if you get the opportunity, you need to see it, need to see it, okay, um, then we have, um, oh, what other films were there, um, oh, Loose, Ah, yes, Loose, um, this is the new film from Julius Honor, starring Naomi Watts, Octavia Spencer, Tim Roth, and Kelvin Harrison Jr., this film, oh my gosh, just, the way it, um, I think just kind of shows you this racial bias, it's, it does it in such great way, because it kind of fucks with you, you know, it, it, it gives you situations that are playing out in a certain way, but you understand that what you're seeing isn't necessarily the full truth, but you are never really shown the full truth, but you know there's something that, you know that there's a few things that are getting fuckeries here, which is just fantastic, it's, it's just, yeah, like, God damn, it's tremendous, it is so worthwhile seeing, and, um, yeah, it's coming out on the 8th of November, so, uh, you definitely should see it, it's 109 minutes, and again, you are just captivated from beginning to end, it is very good, and, um, I think the last film that was just so good, Pinkwall, Pinkwall, it's the new film from Tom Cullen, it's actually, I believe, it's his directorial debut, starring 
Jay Duplass and Tatiana Maslany. Um, 81 minutes. And this film is so good. It just kind of, it deals with six scenes from a six-year relationship. Um, And so these scenes are kind of chopped up throughout the film. So we're only seeing these six moments. But, like, so we'll see one moment and it'll be split. And we'll see another part of that moment later on in the film. But it is done so well. Like, you are kind of sucked into every moment. You, you're feeling the emotions from the couple in each moment. And that sometimes you're siding with Dupas's character... Other times you're with Maslany's character. It is just like, ah, oh, man. It is just, it just really. I think you believe in the situation. You believe in this relationship, and the difficulties you see. You're like, yes, I get that. I've been there. Do you know what I mean I understand? I think that's the great thing. It just takes you on this emotional ride. And um, I like the fact that it's so open. I like the openness of the story and the fact that, well, yeah, you'll you have to watch it to find out. You know what I mean? I, I can't tell you every aspect. But, um, yeah, it's just it's, it's a fantastic film. Fantastic film Um, And Yeah during the time So I had the pleasure Of um, Of talking with um, Tom Cullen About the film Which was You know Great Really appreciated his time It was just a pleasure having that conversation I also got a chance to speak with Natalie Cherry, who's the director of Nocturnal, another, you know, another very enjoyable film. I got to see at the festival. Um, I also um, I didn't speak to Julius Honor, but he did give a, a, he did do a little interview um, after the screening, so that was very good. You know what I mean? That was. Um, yeah, very unexpected because I wasn't able to see the premiere. Um, so I went on the second screening, and you don't always get anything in that situation. But yeah, he did a little interview, so that was great. You know, I also sp- spoke with um, Hong Chu, the uh, director of Monsoon. We had a great conversation, which was really good. Um, that's an, a, you know, the film starring Henry Golden um, and Parker Sawyer. And it's a really interesting story. I really enjoyed it. It's very character driven. Um, and yeah, definitely worth checking out. Shannon Murphy. Um, so sometimes, 
you because we go to these press junkets on certain days and um yo they will always try and get you one on one with a director or the producer or whoever's there sometimes though it doesn't quite work out and you have to do um a uh kind of a round table um i did one last year uh and it was okay you know um this year so i did one for um baby teeth but it was only with one other woman uh who spoke so quietly so quietly it was just like ah you need to speak up you really need to speak up uh but yeah it all worked out it was fine um yeah and like she like at first it's like she didn't want to give me a chance but i was able to get in there hit her with, hit shannon with some questions and stuff try and really break down the film and i think that's what i was able to do so um yeah that was a lot of fun um who else did i speak with i also got to um speak with uh rashad ernesto green the director of premature who was um yeah ah man really good to talk to and um yeah i think we had a, a good conversation about the film you know just about I think what it takes to put that kind of thing together and everything, you know. So that was great. And um I think the other per no, oh, so I spoke with um Jessica Hausner, the director of Little Joe. So that was very interesting. Um Little Joe's gonna be released on the 6th of December in the States, 21st of February in the UK. Um, and then there was Claire Oakley, the director of Makeup, which is a very interesting film. It's like, kind of messes around with some kind of genre tropes. So you're not quite sure what you're seeing you know what I mean it kind of yeah it leads you in a few directions and then it's just like ah no this is what the film is and um that really enjoyable like everyone I spoke to was really friendly really nice and um yeah so I think mean, definitely check out um, those interviews So what I'm going to do So I'm going to put all the links to everything Within the episode notes um, Listen They might not go up straight away So I would, I would check Later in the day Because um, Yeah <laughs> I'm having computer troubles <laughs> But yes All the links will be there To the um, Yeah to the actual episodes and to the interviews so um check it all out and i hope you enjoy but yeah this has been a really enjoyable festival everyone at the bfi was so helpful man so helpful because 
if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to see the films. So, uh, yeah, really appreciate it. Had a great time and looking forward to uh, the 2020 festival, you know, which will be taking place the 7th to the 18th of October. So definitely mark those dates in the calendar, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, you don't want to miss it. It is always extremely enjoyable. So that's it for this episode of Echo Chamber. We'll be back next week. Um... And I believe we're going to have a review of Joker. So, uh, yeah, definitely stay tuned. Um, Well, come back next week for that. Okay? All right. Peace.